Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to encourage you to research how to turn your books into audio. All right, so why? Why am I asking you now to investigate technology? Well, there are many people today that are listening to not only this podcast on the go, and you guys are rocking it out with me in the car (laughs) or as you're walking or exercising but many many people are listening to audiobooks well how do we get our stuff right up there with the rest of them well you've got to first figure out your system requirements then you have to read the recommendations on sound quality and how to create like a perfect little studio environment in your home. Then you need to see what kind of, you know, accessories you might need. And very closely pay attention to the audible requirements. And get on there and upload a chapter at a time. And publish your audiobook on Amazon. Now it might sound easy, you might have said that very simplistic for you, and I understand that it's not, unless you are technologically advanced in the areas areas of um, studio and sound design. Because I'm not, I've researched one, but then my research capabilities were limited. I didn't quite understand all of the ins and outs of you know, the system requirements. So when they would say it had to be, you know, a certain this and a certain that, and it gives you very clear directives. So it's not like the requirements were muddy. No, it was my understanding. So I read all about the requirements, and then I was trying to look at my own laptop. Now, I don't have a Mac. I don't have uh, fancy equipment. You guys, when my computer crashed in the middle of my dissertation work, it just was was not working. My husband had to go to Best Buy, and he got me a wonderful computer. I don't even kind of know what it is, but it's good. It's a good computer. I love my little computer. Um, but as you can tell, I don't know anything about it. I know it's like, a, I think it's an HP, but I don't know the ins and the outs of it. I was looking at apps on my phone because you guys know me, the phone would block out, in my opinion, a lot of the noise because I'm having it right here in my head and then I wouldn't have to go and buy a lot more equipment. But the apps on the phone, I just don't know how much the capabilities would be. The free apps did not match up with what I could, you know, research and understand. Now, I might be wrong. You might know exactly the best app. If you know it, share because not only will it help 
me. It'll help everybody else out there that's listening that has always wondered how to take their books on Amazon and turn them into the audio version. So, if you know the app, you take it away, you go with it um, and tell us. Well, I was looking and a lot of them were paid apps that would say those numbers that I would need. But then I didn't know how much of the storage, you know, would I be able to easily upload. So then I came to like a crossroads in my research and I put it away. And I was like, you know, when the time is right, I'll, I'll investigate this more. Because as you guys know, those of you that have listened to previous podcasts, you know, we've talked about snowballs and webcams and all of the things that could advance the podcast. Um, but I just don't have it at the moment because I'm waiting on funds to get those kind of equipment pieces the snowball would probably be really good or like my sons suggested to get the headset recorder um the one like they use for gaming but i didn't know i don't know if that one would even work and would that be the best so i just put it aside and i said you know i'm thinking about stuff right now that i'm putting this on my short-term goal list But at least I did the research. So I checked it off of my goals, you know, for the day. And I said, well, you know, that was a great try at it. I'll pick it back up later. Because at least I was understanding the basics. One, I'm not sure if I have what it takes for the audible piece. And two, you know, I couldn't worry and prioritize other things ahead of that that I could manage. So I put it away. Well, then my librarian approached me, and I love her very much, and we were talking, and she said, you know what I wish when Sweet Potato Jones comes out? I really wish that you would be able to record it. Now, my librarian, she loves audiobooks, and when they go on trips to her home and things like that, they listen as family, they listen to stories, they listen to books, and so I know she is a huge fan of audiobooks. And I was like, well, my publishing company, they're the ones that do all of that. Now, I don't have any control over the Sweet Potato Jones. She was like, yes, but I would just love to hear it in your voice. Well, I really don't sound like a 17-year-old, I don't think. Now, I I can say I sound like I'm from North Carolina. So that at least would be an authentic piece of the voice, but nah. I think that uh, I trust my publishing company, um, but I don't have any deal with that anyway. You know, if it does ever become an audiobook, if Lord willing, and I pray that it becomes, you know, hardback and, um, not hardback. I be- I'm trying to change lanes. Y'all excuse me. Y'all know I'm driving in this heavy mess on this big road. Um, I hope it becomes paperback. And then after paperback, I hope it becomes audio and it's translated and it's all over the place. And I- that's an author's dream, right? But I don't have control over who they do for that voiceover and the voice acting. Um, That's a whole nother side of the publishing business that um, they take care of, which is awesome. But now for my self-published books that are on Amazon, my challenge devotionals, I have complete control over those. And it would be just like I'm talking you through the challenge devotionals. It's kind of like what we do here on the podcast. I could talk you through Happy Renewal Year. I could talk you and your family through the everyday mom challenge the 30 challenges where you go out and you do a challenge together as a family and then you journal about it and um, have a bible lesson with it so i could see myself doing those 
that's why I kind of said, wow, Lord, are you trying to whisper something in my ear again? You know, are you using my librarian to bring this up to tell me, okay, you do have resources around you, you can find out. So I let her know point blank, you know, about my dilemma. And I said, I'm not really sure about my capabilities. Now, she's also the tech contact for the school. So she has a lot of tech knowledge. But she's extremely busy. And she wasn't the one that said, oh, I'll help you. I'll look at your computer after school or, you know, I'll check in this and that. But she gave me the name of a sound guy. And she was like, oh, well, why don't you ask the sound guy? Because the sound guy, you know, he does work like this all the time. And I'm like, for real? Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I think of that? So, later that afternoon, I got up the courage to email the sound guy. Now, this was last week, and I didn't post, you know, about this whole scenario because I'm still waiting with the sound guy. Um, and we've set up a time to when we can meet and go over system requirements. And they're gonna look at my computer, they're gonna make recommendations, they're gonna talk me through the process. Now, I love it when I'm able to admit my weaknesses because by me doing that and by me opening up my mouth, there are always people around me that either can sympathize with me and say, oh, I'm so sorry, I know how you feel, and then it doesn't make me feel as bad. Or they'll say, oh, well, have you ever heard of this sound guy? And I'm like, oh, I have not even thought about that. So maybe you have a sound guy in your family. Maybe you have an acquaintance or maybe someone at your job that knows someone about a sound guy. Maybe you could do a consultation with a studio and not pay them, ask them for free. Can you just please, I'm a poor writer. You know, can you please hook a girl out? Can you please hook this guy up? Because I really want to, to do this, but if you would just spend a few minutes with me, it would just make a world of difference in my life. You would be giving back to the world. <laughs> you know, who knows? You may have a music academy or a place in your town that records and, and does demos or, you know, these are things that I've not thought of. You know, my children, well, Solomon advanced out, but Samuel, is he's still in the music lessons. He goes to the music academy every single week. There, you know, his pianist, the lady that's teaching him is an awesome rocker and she's in a band and I'm like I bet you that she has a sound guy too like but for me I just didn't know who to ask and and that I really needed to ask at the moment because I didn't have the equipment but now thinking back on it I should have really been more I don't know connecting of the dots because why would I then go and just get a snowball, you know, and say, well, it's a dual purpose. I can use it to make the Skype videos for the podcast and start um, doing more podcasts from home. And I can use a snowball for us doing the audibles. And so that might not even be the best equipment. So there are experts all around us, guys. And sometimes there are experts that will just give you sound advice and then you research from there. 
And just because they give you advice, then that doesn't mean you have to go right out and take it. Then you can go back through the four-step cycle that, I'm, that I go through in my life, which is right back to research. Because here's what I have found. I have found that everybody in the world has an opinion and everybody in the world has their go-tos and the things that they love and the things that they have experience with and they've used in the past. But because technology is so, so varied, <laughs> there could be compatible products you know, that would do the same thing. My issue is that I didn't quite understand the language of what I was looking at to be able to translate it back into, you know, how do I search for the best products? What do I need to be looking for? So while I'm having this meeting with the sound guy, I'm going to take notes. And that's why your journal comes in handy or your notes section on your phone. Or if you want to pull up your computer and open up a Google Doc, do so. And take notes. If you open it up on your Google Doc and you do it, then if they give you like certain suggestions, then you could just copy and paste it into Google searches later and you'll be able to really quickly, you know, be able to maneuver and find. And if they give you links and they're starting to share things with you, because this is what I've often found when I'm having meetings with people. They'll want to share a link with me or they want to share something that they've seen on a website. And, you know, I'll take a picture of the website because I'm all about the image. I'll take pictures of the websites, you know, the links that they're showing me. But if you're having them work with you on your computer while one link is up you can just copy throw it into that google doc and really keep your reference sections like you're building your own research paper and do your work cited or your references down at the bottom i'm an apa girl so i'm going to say references down at the bottom but i want you to really consider really you know good ways to take notes when you're around experts because the minute that you leave that person, you really want to be able to recall and decipher your notes too. So that time that you spent with them is not a complete waste. Because I don't want to be the one to follow up and say, now, which one did you say again? I forgot. You know, I, I didn't bring anything to write with. I want to be prepared. I want to get my junk together because I don't want to waste their time. Because who knows in the future where this sound guy, if I do run into a true snag, you know, this sound guy will know that I did all of the steps, but maybe this one little thing's holding me back and they might not be so quick to roll their eyes and say, oh my gosh, not again. You know, they're not going to leave me alone. I've opened up this can of worms. So I don't ever want it to be like that when I'm trying to build relationships with the experts. So do your due diligence. Do some preliminary research. And when you find that you get yourself at this crossroads like I did, now I'm thinking of Bone Thugs and Harmony song. You know, when I'm at the crossroads, then I have to either, you know, put it aside, make it for a short-term goal the other, another day, or, you know, start watching videos or start doing this or that or the other. Well, because I had so many other short-term goals on my list for that Saturday, I decided, okay, I've done my part, you know, I've researched, at least I understand that it's cap I'm capable of doing it. I can read the stuff out loud, and I can do it with confidence now. I think you guys have helped me with that. Me and my voice, okay, I have been joking my voice my whole life. I have got stories to tell you. 
um, even in college, uh, my professor in English wanted to call my parents and talk to my parents, see if they could set up an interview with my mom and dad. I'm serious. They wanted to do like a research study. You think I'm joking? I'm not. And they wanted to put me in a speech class. And they said, nobody will hire you outside of Robinson County. These are words, people. Nobody will hire you. Well, I'm working up in a big old city. And you know what that means. They could, never mind, I ain't going to say that. But I had to fight for that so I wouldn't have to take that extra elective. Because I was 21 hours a semester when I was in college doing a double major. And I didn't want to have to take a class that I did not need. I had to use every elective course requirement for my religious studies. And sure enough, you know, I won that fight and I had a professor standing behind me. But with my voice, you know, I've always had that in the back of my mind. Am I good enough? You know, will I sound crazy on recording? And I'm sure I do. And that's why one reason I don't listen back. You guys, my friend warned me about that. She said she's a podcaster and she listens to all of her work and she said, you really need to listen back to all of your episodes. And I'm like, um, not going to happen. And she was like, why? And I'm like, well, one, my voice. I feel like if I would listen, then I might be a little bit more intimidated or it might hold me back. And I'm the one taking the risks here. You know, I've built up enough courage to talk to you guys every day. I don't want to have that in my head to stop me. Because it's so encouraging that I've got so many of you that are sticking with me, regardless of my southern drawl, and that's all right. But then again, I don't have the time to go back and listen to the recordings and, you know, edit pieces and do this and that. And then I'll start second-guessing everything, and then I'll start wondering, well, do I need a script like they do? You know, they have a kind of a script laid out. Um, do I need that? No, because I'm Jennifer and I'm just fine and I'm on my way to work and I'm about to turn off on my exit. And so my script kind of runs out when I pull up into the parking lot of the schoolhouse. <laughs> but you guys have really given me the courage to look this route and actually consider doing Happy Renewal Year as an audio. Or I would not have even researched it to begin with. So I want to thank you. Each listen just means the world to me, and each share, and each email, and, you know, each favorite. Those just mean the world to me. And I think that audiobooks, you know, are just an extra way to provide a resource to a family, to an individual who prefers that. You know, I'm constantly telling my students at school, go to YouTube, pull up the audio versions, you need to listen to, you know, this out loud. The student yesterday, when we were reading Edgar Allan Poe, they said, well, can I have my phone to listen to the audio as I read along? Of course you can. Learn your strategies that work for you. Some of us need that. And if that's your preference for reading right now, go for it. And that might be something that I'm helping them to develop as a lifelong lover of language and literature. And so when people ask me, you know, for my books that I self-publish. Why do you just have one as an ebook? Why do you just have one as a paperback? Why do you... Well, I've got to work towards 
changing the teacher challenge into the paperback version. I've got to edit it. I've got to do the, um, make sure all the lines are right. That's just a formatting issue. And the teacher challenge one is on my to-do list for 2019. Because right now it's just a Kindle version. But I'm, but because teaching is so dynamic and I've come up with some really awesome social emotional building strategies this year that have truly made a difference for my class. You know, every year we go into classrooms, it's fresh and new, but it's also every day. And so I know that I want to revamp the teacher challenge. So I'm going to spend more time on that before. I'm going to then upload it again for the Kindle and then turn it straight into paperback. I changed the cover. That is the one thing that I could do quick because it did not look well together with my series when I posted it, when I started to try to do my Twitter covers to look like what I've seen other people do where they list all their books at the top. I realized that this one really stood out like a sore thumb. And so I wanted to um, design a cover that matched and my student helped me with that. She's really good at graphic design. I believe she's gonna be a graphic artist one day. She's gonna write her own um, graphic novels. She's amazing. So she helped me with that. That's what I could do in the meantime, but it's gonna be a future goal of mine to have every single one of my self-published works voice recorded. So do you have a goal like that? Or have you never thought about it? Maybe you should. Well, I'm telling you now is the time and I'm challenging you to go online, look at what it takes to upload your, your audio to Amazon. What are the steps? What are the system requirements? Check your computer. And when I find out specifics today, after I meet with the sound guy, I can get back in and I can edit that and I can add that as like a part two to the episode. But I didn't really want to go that route because every computer is different. But then again, maybe, you know, just me sharing with you the experience could be helpful to someone. So I already have a list of questions that I'm gonna ask my sound guy. And it's not just, you know, what does my computer have versus, you know, what it's saying I need and are there any free programs out there that you know of? You know, how much would it cost if I did an editing, if I recorded and then sent off to the sound guy or sound people to kind of filter it out? You know, I've got all of those questions because you never know, I might win the lottery strike it reach. You know, I might start getting Patreon supporters where I'll be able to do a lot more work. You never know. My jewelry business has taken off, guys. I made two pieces last night. And the Etsy views are going up and up. And I'm going to ask about the equipment. You know, do I need the headphones? Do I need the snowball? What is it that would truly be the most effective in a house full of kids? and a loud television and a husband playing um, War Thunder in the background really loud. <laughs> I guess he needs that um, surround sound airplane effect when he's up there dog fighting. Like, you know, what can I do? And that might mean just waking up at five o'clock in the morning and 
finding me the closet and recording in the closet when the house is quiet. <laughs> and I could do that. I've done it before. I had a great routine last summer getting up super early. So figure it out. Write your list of questions, research, and then do it. Take your self-published books and turn them into audio files. Don't ask a friend to do it. Don't ask anyone else to do it. You do it. You take control over that. This is your baby. You will know how it's read. And, you know, thinking back, if you listen to the poetry challenge where I gave you all of these tips and strategies to have fun with a poetry contest in your family or with your friends or with your writing groups, remember I told you to research how poets read their work and how they're so different than the way I would read the work? That's the same way. You know, we're writers, we're authors. We can go back in and we can read our work like no other person. Just keep that in mind. So no excuses. You can at least start the research. And if you get to the crossroads, just start talking about your dilemmas with people. And then who knows, this person you meet might know a sound guy. And they may offer you free advice. So I'm very lucky that I have the ability to admit my weakness. And I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit directs my path into these conversations. Because that conversation, this person didn't know that I was researching behind the scenes on how to turn my book into audio. But God knows. Um, He knows everything. And He sees that. And so when that person said to me, well, have, you know, have you thought about reading Sweet Potato? And I hope that you get an opportunity to read Sweet Potato because I want your voice. And I'm thinking, hmm, look at this, God. Aren't you good? See, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. If you come to Southern Baptist Church like me, we say that stuff. All right, guys, I'm challenging you. Go out there, do your thing, and let me know how you go, how it's going. And tell me what you have found. If you found some free programs, and when I say free, um, we would all love to hear about those. Uh, email us at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com so that way we can share it all out with the listeners. All right. I dare you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.